0: Hello, this is Meghnaad from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, May 8th and the year 2020 is 35% complete. India now has more than 56,500 confirmed coronavirus cases and 1,900 deaths have been reported. As of today, more than 14,30,000 people have been tested. Worldwide, there are more than 37,26,000 cases and 2,57,000 deaths. United States of America has the highest number of cases at 12,15,000. The number of reported coronavirus cases in India rose 14% over the past two days according to data provided by the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare. This is a slower rate of increase compared to the previous 48 hours when the reported case count recorded a rise of 16%. So far this week, the number of cases has gone up by 32% is between Monday morning and Friday morning. This is a faster rate of increase compared to the previous 4 days when confirmed cases had risen by 28%. Although India's coronavirus trajectory has tapered since last month, it continues to be steeper compared to Asian peers such as Japan and Singapore. The rise of infections in India is now faster than in neighboring countries of Bangladesh and Pakistan. At the current trajectory, India's case count would reach 75,000 in five days. If this trajectory continues beyond that period, it could overwhelm India's hospital capacity and strain an already overburdened health system. Compared to Western nations where the virus has claimed more lives, the trajectories of most Asian countries, including India, have been flatter. Yet, with new infections declining, the worst may be over for several European countries. In many Asian countries, new infections are still rising. India's case count is now roughly double than what it was 11 days ago. At least 16 migrant labourers who were sleeping on rail tracks were crushed to death after a freight train ran over them on a track between Jalna and Aurangabad districts, nearly 260 kilometres from Pune. The labourers hail from Madhya Pradesh. According to local police authorities, one person was seriously injured while three more escaped in the gruesome accident which occurred under the jurisdiction of Karmad police station in Aurangabad. SP Mokshada Patil told the media, quote, At around 5.15 a.m., a a freight train ran over some labourers in a rail track near Karmad, killing 16 of them. One of them is injured and we are counselling three others who fortunately escaped the tragedy to understand what exactly transpired, unquote. Disturbing scenes were witnessed in Karmad as police authorities and rescue teams were seen collecting parts of mutilated bodies of the deceased labourers, which lay strewn across the bloody railway tracks. The migrants aged between 20 and 35 years were from Umaria and Shahdol in Madhya Pradesh and worked at SRG company in Jalna, Maharashtra. According to the survivors, the group had left Jalna at around 7 in the evening and walked on road initially up to Badnapur and later started walking on the tracks towards Aurangabad. After walking for about 36 kilometers, they sat on the tracks to rest and gradually fell asleep. The Shivraj Singh Chauhan-led Madhya Pradesh government has announced 5 lakh rupees ex gratia as compensation for the deceased labourers. Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre has also announced 5 lakh rupees ex-gratia to the families of the 16 migrant workers. Thakre said, quote, Talks are on with the centre to run as many trains as possible for migrant workers and labourers and arrangements will be made for all to return to their homes soon, unquote. PM Modi also tweeted saying, quote, Extremely anguished by the loss of lives due to the rail accident in Aurangabad, Maharashtra has spoken to Railway Minister Shri Piyush Goyal and he is closely monitoring the situation. All possible assistance required is being provided. The Supreme Court has refused to pass any orders staying the sale of liquor during the lockdown. The top court also said that states could consider online delivery of alcohol to check the massive crowds outside liquor shops across the country and maintain social distancing. The court made the observation while hearing a petition seeking directions to declare direct contact sales of alcohol liquors for human consumption at liquor shops as unconstitutional, null and void. To which the court said, quote, we will not pass any order. States should consider indirect sale or home delivery of liquor to maintain social distancing, unquote. The observation came from a bench comprising of Justice Alok Bhushan, S.K. Kaul and B.R. Gawai while hearing a petition by Guruswami Nataraj. Advocate Sai Deepak, who was representing the petitioner, said that social distancing norms are openly flouted as number of shops are less and number of people who consume liquor are huge. He said that this is affecting the life of a common man and urged the top court to direct the Ministry of Home Affairs to make clarifications and for the states to abide by it. Long queues extending for a kilometre in some areas were seen outside liquor stores across the country after the centre announced relaxations in the third phase of the extended lockdown from May 4th. The sale of liquor is part of the overall opening of economic activity that the government is attempting in the third phase of this lockdown and is expected to earn states much-needed revenue. Liquor is one of the biggest sources of revenue for most states. In most states, the revenue share of liquor is between 25 to 40%. So far, three states, West Bengal, Punjab and Chhattisgarh, have permitted home delivery of liquor with an aim to avoid large gatherings at standalone shops The Delhi government meanwhile is discussing the home delivery option though it has launched a website for people to apply for e-tokens to buy liquor at a pre-decided time After his military aid tested positive for coronavirus US President Donald Trump on Thursday said he would undergo the COVID-19 test every day A military aide of Trump, whom officials described as a personal valet, tested positive for coronavirus. The president said he had very little contact with him. Trump told reporters in the Oval Office of the White House, I have had very little contact, personal contact, with this gentleman. I know who he is, good person, but I have very little contact. Vice President Mike Pence has very little contact with him. But Mike was tested and I was tested. We were both tested. But they do the tests and it just shows you that the fallacy, it is what I have been saying, testing is not a perfect art. No matter what you do, testing is not a perfect art. So we test once a week. Now we are going to go testing once a day. But even when you test once a day, somebody could, something happens where they catch something. Unquote. That was a verbatim quote. Make of it what you will. The aid testing positive marked the latest coronavirus scare for the president. This is the first known instance where a person who has come in close proximity to the president has tested positive, since several people present at his private Florida club were diagnosed with COVID-19 in early March. Trump, who is 73 years old, has now been tested at least twice for the coronavirus and both times tested negative. The White House informed the media that the first test was conducted on April 2nd. Astronomers believe that they have found the closest black hole to our solar system just thousand light years away, which in astronomical terms is right in our neighborhood. The black hole, which is roughly four times the mass of our sun, is joined by two stars making a triple system called HR 6819. The stars are visible with the naked eye in the southern hemisphere in the constellation Telescopium. Astronomers at the European South Observatory in La Silla, Chile found one star orbited an unseen object every 40 days. The second, which lies farthest from the invisible object, hasn't been observed moving at all. Both stars appear to wobble, indicating that there was something nearby. But whatever it was, It couldn't be seen with the observatory's 2.2-meter telescope. The observations were made with a spectrograph, where light is broken down into its individual colors. This allows astronomers to measure their motion, and in this case, the stars appeared to wobble, indicating that there was something nearby. But whatever it was, it couldn't be seen. Thomas Rivinius, an astronomer at the ESO, pointed out, quote, Black holes aren't rare, they're just very hard to find. Most black holes, those considered active, have been detected by their interaction with matter, such as stars that wander too close. Just before the stellar matter falls into the black hole, never to escape, it releases powerful X-rays, allowing astronomers to see them. Though it's estimated our galaxy could contain hundreds of millions of black holes, only a couple of dozen have been found till now. And that is why this potential discovery is so important. And now for some stuff from the curious aquarium of newslaundry.com. Our economy is in doldrums. Things are not looking very good. And people have been wondering, should the central bank just print more money? In a piece for Newslaundry.com, Vivek Kaul explains why the overall argument for printing money is less desirable and difficult to sell at the moment. Do give it a read. The coronavirus pandemic is bringing about profound changes in different industries throughout the world. Two weeks ago, our reporter Nikita Bishnoi did a review of how restaurants are dealing with this sudden loss of business. This week, Ayan Sharma looks at coaching centers and how they are coping. Some experts don't think online platforms can fully replace the classroom experience, but given the present need for social distancing, these coaching centers might have some serious, serious innovation to do in this area. Dear listeners, I hope you have been hearing our new podcast NL vs NL. We bring two people together and let them debate with each other on a contentious subject in a time setting. We are getting immense feedback from our listeners about this podcast and I'd like to tell you that something exciting is about to happen next week. We are bringing in the first Newslaundry subscriber onto the podcast. He was matched with someone random, which we revealed right before the debate started and then amazing things happened. If you want to be a part of this podcast, you must subscribe to NewsLaundry.com. Once you do that, we will send you a matchmaking form with 10 questions. Fill that out and register now. Be a part of this and help us make debates great again. This podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify and all other podcast platforms under the channel titled News Laundry Conversations. Do check it out. Don't forget to head over to newslaundry.com, click on the subscribe button and pay away. The minimum subscription is just 300 rupees for a month. You will get access to a lot of our exclusive paywall content and it will help support our work. Do consider becoming a member of the Pay to Keep News Free tribe. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry.